0: I'm Matt Pat, and welcome to The Runner. The chase is on for one player, The Runner. For the next 30 days, someone has to find The Runner. It's The Runner. I'm Matt Pat, welcome to The Runner. Jeopardy is rigged. I gave the Pope a copy of Undertale. Welcome to The Runner. The chase is on. We love you all. We have a lot of fun here. We love you. We have a fun. Guys, Larson anyway so this is a special episode of game shows i suppose the solo sessions which means that this episode most likely will most likely be on patreon not on regular one why because it's not a good game show i'm trying to end the show on a high note here folks i don't want to end talking about shit game shows if i do fucking pay me And that's exactly what one game show did, as this is the only game show in the entire world that actually paid me for somewhat being a contestant. That's right. I've never been a game show contestant in any regard in this weird thing. So the fun thing is when people ask, like, well, you ever on a game show? Technically, no, but technically, yes. It really depends on if you consider The Runner to be a game show. If I say The Runner would you know what that show is most likely no why because he didn't fucking see it it if you did i would have probably gone in on season two hosting gig i'm not even kidding i'd probably have been a host or a correspondent of some kind so this is a show called the runner uh it has a really strange origin uh so this is a show where the executive producers are, and I'm not kidding, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Ben and ben and Matt, as in the Goodwill Hunting Gang. Not, not like some person named Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and they just happened to share their name. No, like actually Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were the executive producers of this game show. And it was, uh, for lack of a better word, a flop. I hate to say it, but it it was a flop. So let me go into the uh, creation of the show. Um, before it became this game show, the, cre- the actual like creators and producers who wanted this show have been thinking of this show for almost 20 years at this point. They originally came so close as to ABC would pick it up. The idea was to make a real-life version of The Fugitive. There would be one contestant, and basically, if they don't get caught for 30 days, they would win a million dollars. The catch is, they would have to avoid being caught by the country. It was basically like, America's most wanted, we are looking for so-and-so. To win the money, you literally just had to kidnap the guy, call up the local network, and go like, I got the guy, I win! And that was all they had to do. That was the original premise for the show, The Runner. And it would be exactly like uh, a weird car chase uh, and fugitive run around show. This was, pre, uh, this was pre-9-11. this was This uh, was around the same time as cops being on the air. And this was also kind of around the time when Survivor just started. The reason this was not really picked up was because, oh wait, people could get hurt. Like literal death could happen. Someone could get shot for a million dollars. This is not good. We, we want to do like real life Running Man here, but we don't want to go to the point of killing somebody. So we don't want the liability. No can do. However, this premise would later evolve into another game show called hunted which has been on the air in the uk for about five years now and had one season in the u.s i don't know if i want to talk about that show so the runner uh would flop and it would get it was this weird show where it was america's most wanted if one person can make it from one part of the country to another they win but but they were trying to figure out like the rules of the game as they went along and it didn't really get picked up for network television you can figure this out why it's, it's dangerous Amazing Race would show up Lost, Conan O'Brien's Amer- Amazing Race knockoff show would show up and that was the second attempt we're going to do it this way so now here's the idea there is a fugitive, but now it's going to be like The Amazing Race. If they can go through different checkpoints, they win money, but the chasers would have to find them to catch them to win the money. So it basically has to be like a follow-the-leader format. That almost became what this what this show was. In fact, this was the closest to actually being a show. Let me read off a, a Reality Blurred. Uh, word of the show first surfaced November 2000, a few months after Survivor concludes for season. Initially supposed to debut January 7, 2002 on ABC and held open casting calls. In October 2001, after 9-11, it was put on hold. Five years later in 2006, Mark Burnett teamed up with Damon and Affleck via Live Planet to develop a show similar to this on Yahoo, but it was never greenlit. Pilligan was actually involved with the ABC version and told me it's been a 16-year gestation period, so we were over the use to launch. It was a natural game. People would play Catch road, and run win a million dollars. And the central concept remains the same. A national main hunt played out for 30 days. Uh, so now we get to the new version, this new exciting version. So Yahoo!, at a time when they didn't really have TV, but they're going into that video market where it's going to pick up the show and it didn't happen. So of all the places you can think of a new involvement, a new live reality show that's going on in real time. This is the premise. There is a manhunt. One person is on the run in America as we speak. If you can find them, you win the money. But it's not going to be you that finds them. It's going to be five teams of two. Those are, the ch- those are the chasers. The chasers have to find the one runner. The runner is a singular character, so much like Blockbusters, it's a game of two against one, but more like two versus two versus two versus two versus two, versus two against one. The runner gets information from one set of producers, telling them where to go and what to do, or just a little location, more information later. So for instance, drive from Dallas to San Antonio. Drive from New Jersey like drive from New Jersey to the Bronx. Drive from Washington, DC to uh, Arlington, Virginia. It's going to be one little drive this moment brought to you by Ford. The all-new Ford is where you go. Please remind yourselves about Ford of all other types of reality shows sponsored by Ford such as uh, Hidden Journeys. <clears throat> Anyway, the runner is given directions of where to go and what to do. The other teams, the chasers, don't know that. So they have to get through two acts. And each episode's played with different acts. Uh, it's a game show where up to $1 million can be won. Catch is it's half a million dollars to those contestants and half a million dollars to you at home. You can see where this is going. Uh, so if the runner can go to the location and do the activity and get out before getting caught, they are safe for the day and the bounty goes up 15,000. However, the bounty clock is going up every second of every day until they get caught all the way up to day 30 where the jackpot shoots up to half a million dollars. Unless they get caught, in which case, I don't know if fucking money fairy doesn't take the extra 50000 15 times 30, you gotta assume. So how do the contestants uh, figure out where they are? They have to do different challenges. So one runner has to go, say, uh, take a selfie with one statue, go to this one location, print out the photo, and then paste it on three doors... The runners just have to figure out where they have to go and then get a clue of what they're trying to do. So they have to go through one amazing race style challenge. Uh, Think like needle in the haystack, uh, go on a zip line back and forth, catch different baseballs in the baseball field. And the correspondent on this version, this this, uh, chasers uh, aspect is Kaj Larson. Kaj Larson is a dedicated journalist from Vice and other forms of of media. He basically is a former military uh, brat who would go on. He was, I think, in the Navy, for instance. So he was a real rugged guy. So something like this felt like the American Amazing Race. Perfect idea for a host. And... As this is going on, where it's like, find the clue to figure out where the runner is, catch the runner, and you get the money. Uh, As that goes on, and it feels like, okay, that makes sense for a game show. They have to do a little action uh, to get the clue. And it's going to be a riddle. And if it's not a riddle, it's going to be like some form of decoder. Like, here's a barcode, scan it. Or a QR code, scan it. Or... Here is a weird number, find it. And there's always going to be a second part, a second part to the clue. Now, this is where you come home, America. You get to be part of the action because you see that second half, because this is in real time, mind you. We're in July. Pokemon Go was just about to debut, and you get to take part. Here's your own clue, America, and then you would get your own act clue. And your at clue is basically like, figure out where this goes, go to this website, and blah, 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 blah. And people would decode the code, try and figure out what was exactly like the one sentence or one word, and put the pieces together. So here is where the show gets really exciting. Unlike other game shows, and I mean this sincerely, other game shows. You are cut off from the outside world. You can't use your phone. You can't talk to your friends. You can't do anything. This show actually encourages you to do that, except for the call your friends and family part, right? but I digress. The contestants each get access to a Twitter account, a Facebook profile, Instagram, and more. They can use their social media ingenuity to talk to the audience at home in real time, like to the minute, to the second as they are going on. We need your help finding this runner because we don't know where they are and neither do you. We're not even telling you, the audience at home, where the runner is. We're just telling you they're on the run right now. They just started three minutes ago. So now it becomes a literal cat and mouse chase to figure out where the runner is. So now you got your piece, you got that piece, and suddenly uh, you're going to hear so- – it's going to be something like Ben's Chili Bowl is going to be a clue. And then suddenly, like, where's the Ben's Chili Bowl in this here? Oh, my God, that's Washington, D.C. You had have- Someone had to Google Washington, D.C. Ben's Chili Bowl. That's where they're going at. And you get like the intriguing aha moment of that's where they have to go. It's not like the amazing race where they're telling you the root info, go to so-and-so and await further instructions. Sometimes they're saying, yeah, you're going to the city, but we don't necessarily going to tell you where you need to go. So like, yeah, we're you're, we're pretty much telling you this is the capital of Texas. So you're going to Austin, but where in Austin. I'm not telling you. But you would get the information about like some location in Austin, Texas, but not getting told it's Austin. And keep in mind, this is a day-to-day game show. So 30 days of this going on in real time. So you will have people on this ground, like people who watch this show in real time in these cities trying to participate in the show and try to find the person. You will have team members in their Ford sponsored vehicles go into the car and drive down the freeway to try and figure it out. And when it gets to this weird social media game of Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, that's where the second host comes in. Well, Koch Larson plays like a modern-day kind of rugged individual. He's like, look, every day is going to be you got to rise and shine. You know, this is going to be good. This is a real cat-and-mouse chase, think-like field reporter on CNN— you get Matthew Patrick in studio here in Los Angeles, California uh, in the middle of when he does live streams on Twitch when that was still a new thing. Hooray, right, America, the runners out there, it's up to you to find him. There is your at clue right now. We need you to get your help. And, w- and the gimmick is they would update the show three times. The first one is set up the contestants the teams on their task a uh, midpoint formula is social media buzz hour kind of like tmz let's read the daily Mail comment section jordan tweeted this out uh landon tweeted this out i made a lot of friends with the runner uh and then it's like, well, guess what? We can now confirm that the runner is in this area. And I can now tell you the runner is on their way to the finish line in this result. So let me tell you, here's the second act clue if you need to help them. And now there's a second clue. So now as they are in the location of the perimeter, the everyone who is the team member in with a couple gets a smartphone text message Telling them a second riddle clue, kind of like a fucking riddler is is fucking sending them tweets, and then the second half is given to us. So it's like, oh, we have to go this way, and they have to figure out where they're going. So the second act is the second act of the show. Like, hey, we're at the rising action. We now know it's getting close. The runner is already told what to do, and we get to the third part. The third act of the show is either your is either going to be uh well uh, let's just see what happened. Uh oh, guess the runner got away. No one wins. That means the money's carrying over till tomorrow. Until then, the chase is on. Or it's midpoint. Breaking news: the runner has been caught. This team has caught the runner who has been on the run for three days or four days or one day. The runner gets no money. The runner gets zip nothing. The only way the runner makes money is if he made it to the finish line on day thirty. The only way the chasers make money is if they catch the runner. And that, my friends, is why the show failed. I love the runner. It was a kind of a cool game. But I'm digressing myself a little too bit. So the breaking news, the runner gets caught. More on this uh, at the final act. When we get to the third act of the show, we get footage on camera because there is camera crew, much like the Amazing Race, with everyone on smartphones and hitting cameras, showing how they catch the runner. So how they catch the runner is actually even more clever. The runner has a smartphone on their purse at all times, which means they have to have it in their pocket because that's what tells them all their instructions. It's all a GPS. If you were the chase team, you have a button that says we're going to catch them. If you push it, you only have five minutes to get to that runner and get them in time. I think it's five. It could be just a couple minutes. If you are within like two feet of the runner it's considered a capture and you win the game. You don't have to tap, like physically touch the runner. You don't have to even tag the runner. You just have to be like right there, like phone to face, uh, to be considered a tag. Why? Cause sometimes the runners attached to a zip line and zip lining down a boulevard or up on the space needle. And it's impossible to catch them in the middle of the stunt. Sometimes you can't tag them in the middle of it in the, production company says you can't uh capture them this is considered too late so what happens is uh the game ends and we see you tomorrow all of the chase teams are like oh bummer but here's where the game gets really fun because you see uh, the teams can each give away a $1,000 to any person they want. It just can't be a personal relative to someone who helped them the most. So therefore, five teams each give away a $1,000. And then sometimes they shoot up the money because they have the disposable income. And... It was like so and so, here's a thousand dollars. Here's a thousand dollars because the audience was so low, limited audience. I'm going to say roughly maybe eight thousand. I'm being fair, eight thousand. And social media presence was even lower than that. I would say about a thousand. You would see repeat people win the thousand dollars, you will see the same faces reappear over and over again. You know how I know that? I was one of them. The only time I was ever on a game show was basically doing parodies of MatPat. I was making fun of MatPat in front of MatPat's face, and it was enjoyable. So, uh, I I wish I had a clip of it. I think I lost it. Like, I went to my YouTube channel. I stopped recording to find it, uh, it's not around. However, I did find a four-hour-long podcast, kind of like a precursor to game shows, I suppose, now I think about it, dissecting The Runner and every team and every day and every mission, because that was, like, right short-term, right after the fact. And uh, it was quite an... I'm not re-listening to that shit, but uh, I, I would say if you were a big fan of The Runner, maybe listen to that again. I'm not linking it, though. Just ask me in the comment. So I won twice. I won $2,000 on the runner. 1000 from one team, 1000 from another, meaning I got a full t- $2,000 from the show. I've never had that much money in my life. I've never even had $2,000, let alone 1000 in my bank account. So that was kind of, to me, the coolest thing about the show was getting a game a two grand for literally just understanding what basic escape room puzzles are, like Morse code and uh, binary numbers. The if you know A equals one and B equals two, this show is very simplistic to figure out. So you ended up with two hosts, Kaj Larson and Matt Pat was trying to be the social media, hey, kids, check out the game, and I'm not saying he did a shit job, but he, it's Pat. You like him or you hate him. A lot of people, when they first saw the show, said Matt Pat was the weakest part of the show. Maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong, but I think he had the sort of energy of a game show host it was sadly missing in Kage Larson, so they did have a dichotomy that worked. One treated like a game show. Hey guys, the chase is on. The currently at forty six thousand and counting because it keeps ticking every second of every money until the chaser is caught. Uh, well, Kage is just trying to be like the field reporter. Hey, well we're here in this, and let's just uh, this one team went first, and this one team went second. It, it and you know it's fine. So an internet game show where they offered up a million dollars in prizes, half a million dollars to the contestants, and half a million dollars to total strangers online, I got 2,000 of that. So I got exactly one five hundredth of the budget. It didn't pay out well. And it was very, very broken. I love the show because of that interactive ability. I should point it out. We're going to start with the good, and then we're going to go straight to the bad what was good was this was interactive to the minute a reality competition going on as you are watching it that is innovative that is amazing technology the smartphone tech to record in film was innovative especially at the time especially now if you look back this is kind of shit where the editing was presented within an hour of the show finishing that you got to see like really quick edits to make a really fast game show that is comparable to maybe even Big Brother in terms of the the muscle needed to create such a great post production you had real time analytics you had contestants like the the chase teams on the phone going like hi we're here we don't know where we are and then a second later someone on social media who's seen the show right now goes you're the that team i know you guys can i join you and they will say yeah we need help join us cuz that's the game show so suddenly you see everyday audience members get involved in the game and play with the contestants physically physically there As they do the show, so it becomes this larger-than-life show in a way that I thought was really cool. Uh, Some of the captures in the show were also innovative because what happened was in a couple episodes, someone had a a early version of Periscope, like Periscope Gen, like version beta. And they were using Periscope to basically show the runner, like the physical person runner, who's trying to hide their identity. So they have like the hat on. They're looking like a Carmen Sandiego type, just all black running. And then starting to do some lockpicking. Like they have to fucking lockpick out of a gel cell. Someone was just there on a museum break, just looking at their phone. And then they're seeing a camera crew and a guy running. He Periscopes the guy running. And within three minutes, because surrounding area, uh, one of the teams were able to identify the location, physically go to the parking lot, park the car safely, the all-new Ford, jump out of the car, run, capture the guy in real time. And I thought, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Because I'm looking at real time, a Periscope live stream. Within two minutes, the team shows up, finds the guy, and catches them, when they were pretty much lost in the mission, that was like the coolest thing in game shows, in reality shows, in the longest time. I was physically like on my computer, on my phone looking at this, and I was like, what just happened? Because it is live. You were there, physically there recording this. The game show took place in real time you the audience had the biggest impact in the game and you caught the runner you helped catch the the titular character the runner and you helped the team win a few thousand dollars and they're excited yay so then we start the bounty up again next time with a brand new runner and we keep the show going when the show starts we muffle the voice then we make their voice normal trash talk. Then it becomes like let's just just spoil everything about them. They're a dad of three kids. They're a marathon runner. Uh, they used to do track and field in high school and was a gold medalist in college track and field. Uh, because you got to think running is going to be a major part of a show called The Runner. <laughs> so, uh it's kind of weird it's kind of like one part very physical amazing race kind of foot race chase and car chase chase but at the same time it also was like a scavenger hunt and a geocaching game show as well and it was fully interactive it was you were part of the show if you wanted to you had friends yelling at each other like uh what do you know about austin what do you know about memphis what do you know about nashville in trying to see where they go you had teams get false clues and go wrong places you had people sabotaging so the runner gets an advantage it was fun and exciting you had people trying to hide their identities the entire time and then lose their identities it it became fun. There were different challenges though. Well, some were point A to point B. There were others where it was what I call Shark Tank scenarios. And I thought these were a uh, as we're descending into the weak point of the show. These were the weak points of the runner. A lot of challenges, especially midway through the show, when they figure, "Oh shit, we should probably give the contestants a little advantage here to get the runner they would force the player who is the runner to be in a shark tank. Hi, you have to stay in these boundaries for the next like hour or so to await further instructions. Somewhere here is uh, the 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 fut- is where you have to do your next task, and that little geo zone is, is what's shown on TV for you at home. And then, of course, people will screen cap it and then share it with the other teams and then complete with overlaying it to the Google Maps so they know exactly where they need to go. So then it becomes just a hide and place site hitman stealth show. And that was kind of boring, but the problem was every single time someone got caught, like, almost not every time, but most of the time they get caught was in these stealth shark tank scenarios why because it's the guy dressed in all black they have to get a disguise but you won't let them buy different shirts or you do let them shirts it's it's with their own money they have to buy it on their own they don't have a cash budget on their hand to do this i don't know to me i thought that was kind of weird maybe they have a credit card budget for gasoline and food but nothing else so it it was kind of weird it's like they had to dress differently and fit into the crowd so no one catches them but at the same time they never really had time to prepare to go into a costume change to hide in the surrounding area that it almost made more of an advantage for the chase team than the runner in the game It almost felt like a let's play catch up. Can you stay here so the other teams can arrive? So that way you're on equal ground. So we can have that last minute escape moment, which never really occurred. So now we get to the negatives because of that little thing. It becomes icky. And when we get to day 30, we had like six different chase teams. A team of X runners became a six chase team. So it's a twist. There's six teams now, which means another $1,000 can be thrown. Wouldn't that be wild? Uh, And now the, the gimmick is you're in Los Angeles. You have to go through five different checkpoints instead of one and do five activities starting in the day and ending at night when hopefully the finish line will be shown, which is, Of course, the studio for The Runner. As the show continued to be like a 90-minute special, it became really, really annoying when within the first hour of morning, hey, you got to do the thing, go here. Within one hour of the show, starting their last day, where they go, a breaking news, The Runner got caught. And it just went, what? <laughs> like that's it? The runner got caught? Like we're we're it's not even the afternoon. It's like eleven o'clock in, in in Pacific time. What the fuck? What happened? We we got breaking news, the runner has been caught right in the middle of the second turn odd, just unfortunate. And that is how the show ends. So now they told everyone, let's go to the studio, and I guess the next act is going to be the reunion show. Let's talk about how everyone wins money except for eight runners and uh, three chase teams are the only ones that get cash money. The other three that tried and spent the last 30 days here trying to play a game show, you don't get fucking anything, not even a dime. So fuck you. To me, that was what made it so annoying was like... The only way they get money is if they catch the runner. The runner doesn't really get the full half million dollars. So what's the point of the show then? Like to me, that that's what didn't make sense at all. Like I got more money. Me sitting on my ass, uh, figuring out fake passwords on fake websites. Then people who spent the last 30 days of their life traveling across the country to find a fake mole like spy character in a amazing race, similar American game show. I got more money than people who actually participated in the show. To me, that felt like a slap in the face. It also felt like a slap in the face because they couldn't figure out what they wanted the show to fully become. That they tried everything at the same time. And some worked, some didn't. And it felt like building out a finish line for a runner uh, didn't really work out. And they were going to do things like go to the US Bank Tower and do the slide. and No, none of that. You don't get any of that. Screw you. They really just blew their load on well they caught the runner game over bye and that's what felt like that felt like the most fitting finale for the runner with all these great highs and interactive technology and people like being friends with each other and helping each other out and people are coming to me for help because they can't figure out basic puzzle solving that's what made the show kind of cool in my mind but With a limited audience, limited reaction, and no one giving a shit pretty much what happens, the outcome of the game, Uh, it bombed. Which leads me to the last part of the show. This was on Go90. I forgot to say at the very beginning of the show because I wanted that to be the big final reveal. This was on Verizon's Go90 service, which means... More or less impossible for anyone to watch the show unless they were a Verizon wireless carrier. If you watched it online, like on, T- on like the website, you were going through a lot of hurdles to try and view the show. And Go90 had a lot of different things. I remember I think Go90 had things like uh, Student Body President and uh, they had Funny or Die have a show called, I believe, uh, Tween Fest. john michael higgins and those were very funny little sitcoms and silly sketches ideas and here's this big fucking money reality show and it didn't get much of the views even though it had all the ad budget and paint like banners and things all over the place they even had like super like they had commercials on nationwide television for the show and i don't think it did any poll. Even though it had all the innovation and all of this interactivity that should have sold the show, you had Ben and Matt get involved and pitch the show and talk about it. None of that happened, and that was that was that was sad. Now, to me, that's the sad part. you like character-wise, it was like here is Codge Larson being the field reporter, and Matt Pat Payne like. A, like a little crush on the guy he's a hunk i want a big hug from codge larson let's be bro let's have a bromance and it just was like little hearts and friendship bracelets that was like cute i guess i think he, they he, matt Pal wanted to try to go for like a ship dynamic which was like i guess fine maybe i don't know Koj was like a real good host though he was a real like, I would say he should have been the star of the runner show. But the cash dynamic didn't work. The fact it was on like Go90 flopped. That it's like, I think they kind of screwed up where they were handling the show. Because uh, if you catch the runner, yes, the bounty goes to the team. And then a new runner starts the next day. Okay, that, that works. Uh, then you bring another runner with you in case of tomorrow uh we need someone else I, I i get that but it it just doesn't feel good so now i'm going to quickly talk about hunted uh mostly because i don't think hunted warrants a full episode hunted's a game show where uh, 12 people act as fugitives And they have to spend the next 30 days uh, running against the law. Uh, They can talk to whoever they want and ask help from anybody. But the catch is, this is the real fugitives. And their opponents are not game show contestants like The Amazing Race. It's the cops. It's the feds. It's the police. And they're using every single one of their monitoring systems to try and find you. So they're using tracking cameras, they're using GPS satellites, they're tapping to your phones, they are looking to try and find you and capture you. If they find you within that 30 days, you're out of the game. Who? It, right at the 29th day, when you get to day 30, you are briefed on where to go because you did one small action, and it's either by boat or by air. And it's going to be some sort of weird thing where it's you have to go to a helipad or a boat dock. If you get in the boat or you go into the plane before uh, the 30 days is up and they leave, you win a split of a cash prize. That's it. That's the show. And the cops are all over you. The chase teams in the hunted universe are mostly people who are cops in real life. Okay, they're more like, okay, as much as I want to say they're like cops, because, you know, all cops are bastards. uh, In reality, though, a lot of these people were former military analysts uh, and people who did search and rescue for a living. So, in reality, a lot of this was kind of more amber alert than it is find the fugitive, bad boy, whatever. So they're using the technology to try and find people that would be used for if someone went missing or got kidnapped rather than let's kill. Let's get the guy, the, the car chase man. No, it's, it's not that it's a flip opposite, but they're trying to per- have that perception of car chase, car chase, car chase with a uh, man on the run fugitive running man thing with cops on their version. There's no cell phone, whatever. Tap on the shoulder. Your time on the run is over. Uh, CBS had aver- had hunted uh, with a quarter million dollar prize with pairs of contestants. And uh, they were playing in the southeast. So Georgia, Mississippi, Missouri, I think they counted the northern Florida. I'm not sure. But that was it. Like, it wasn't many states. It was mostly... That weird part of the South. And they can go to different states, but they couldn't go f- past this certain zone. That was because America is a much bigger country than the UK. UK, everything is free. You can go any, any place you want. You just can't leave the country. Uh, that, that's the show. That, and that was actually an innovative idea, too. Uh, hunted does better than the chase because there is no do and act every day here's a, a riddly puzzle and uh they they basically play it off on actual like what happens if you're actually on the run and and the uh isolation and how it gets to you versus on this version the chase uh, not the chase <laughs> the chase is on you're kind of run against mark labette uh no on the runner uh the runners are solos everyone else is a pair the so the runner gets their own twitter profile and they get to be uh jerks to people they might give clues if they feel like it or as the case might be that might be where their mission is take a photo of yourself here take a photo of this and post it and then leave that's it that's the show and fine that's fine but you're not getting like the fugitive on the run thing the payout is not good either because you're telling people to do different challenges but it's more difficult to whoever's the runner on day one to win the cash prize versus whoever's the runner on day 27 day 28 because they only have to be doing three challenges rather than 30 now granted they get less money in the process but it defeats a good chunk of the show if that makes sense so here's where i me jordan hi remember me me jordan hi i would make it so the rule of the game is the team catches the runner they get the money if the runner passes the challenge they get money the bounty starts at twenty five thousand dollars no matter where you are and will go up one thousand dollars every hour on the hour until they're caught now, what makes this separated from uh, another version of the runner would be that it never stops. You can rest if you want, but that might come with consequences if you're the runner or a chase team. You might be falling behind. So if you're the runner, you do the activity, much like on supermarket sweep, that's a completion. You get cash. You get $5,000 or $10,000 or 25,000 we'll, we'll we'll say uh 5,000 just to be safe like it's safe. like like we're thinking every day there's one activity $5,000 uh and it's like for each one it gets more and more so if the runner gets to a game day 2 that's 10,000 Day three, it's 15,000, 20,000, 25,000, 30, 35. I'm not saying like they get like 35,000 for completing each challenge, 5,000 each. No, it builds up. Five plus 10,000 today makes it 15. Tomorrow, it's another fifty making it 30. Fourth day is 20, that makes it 50,000. You do it again, that's 25,000, that makes it 75,000. And you build on that for all 30 days. Meanwhile, $25,000 bounty, and it goes up 1000 every hour on the hour. So $24,000 every day. Have you noticed that's more than half a million dollars? I know. I'm not doing the fucking audience thing. So, uh, no more act clues no more talk with the Innovation Action Committee, no more little stunts here and there. Instead what you're going to see is something even more silly and fun. The If the runner completes the challenge, they get a little bleep, congratulations. Here's your next challenge for another for 10,000. Go to this place and do this thing. And they have to continue. There's no day two. There's no piss break. They, they're told what to do next, and they're on the run. Now, obviously, you eventually have to... Cave in and sleep. Like that's no, there's no stopping the production, but it's going to be around the clock fugitive. To win the money, go here. Now run there. Now run there. Now run here. Now run there. Then, as that's going on, there is going to be not five. I would make it. So it is a whopping eight. Maybe even 10. Uh, actually, you know, it would be actually would be really fun. Actually, even though I wrote down I would want eight or eight to ten, I think what I would want is six because six was just enough that it it made people scream by. But here's the catch: you make it sort of like Amazing Race, where the chase teams. Uh, have to keep trying to find where the runner is and like the amazing race they just have to figure out the location of the runner whoever's the last chase team to arrive is off the show and a new chase team takes their place which means a constant rotation so that means there's not only a rotation of runners in case they get caught in the episode there is a attempt if they get caught by a chase team that means that they don't have to get caught necessarily at the point of where they get caught. It could be anywhere in the shark in the shark tank zone to something else. So the so now there's no more run team. There's no act clue. There's no uh, second location. No more uh, take a break, take a nap. Uh, this game is constantly going. So runner. It has 30 different things to do, and each thing is going to be pinpointed on a little map, kind of like a little detour thing uh, set by the producers ahead of the game. The chase teams are only briefed on where they're going. And along the way, they're going to get clues. How are they going to get clues to where the guy is running and what to do? Simple they just go to the city once they reach the gps city limits they're briefed on what the instruction is not difficult we're not making it cerebral hi welcome to san antonio texas the runner is currently at the alamo uh he has to figure out a three-digit code in a safe located at the ba- uh, the basement of the alamo <laughs> like peewee um the uh if they get the code they get their next clue so because they're now brief they're now he they no well, you have to get to san antonio get to the alamo so now the runner was already told like right at the start of the show of the last mission go to san antonio texas go to the alamo find the three digit combination all they get is told is as they're in as they're at the last exit go to San Antonio, go to San Antonio, go to San Antonio, go to San Antonio, stop, you're the last one, I'm sorry, you are eliminated from the chase, and as that happens, that last team is eliminated, hi, let's meet your new chase team, so-and-so, and -and -and so-and-so, they're in San Antonio, the chase is on, and we move on the schedule, so now it becomes a, a, a race as well. And then you get to the finish line aspect. So if they get caught, oh, well, you won $40,000. And you, the Chase team, you're leaving here with 25000 plus they've been there for three days. That was roughly $47,000 more. So you also won a total of $63,000. Good job. So that means our next clock will start at another default 25,000 and go up 1,000 every hour of every day, uh, starting from now, starting from the morning, and the morning is always going to be the a pit stop part. That's the only time there's a pit stop, if a runner gets caught. Why? Because then you have to book the runner, put him there, uh, get the last chase team, put him there, and you call it a day if you caught the runner uh hey you caught the runner meet let's meet up at the finish line area which was this spot and then everyone has to basically race over to the location just like as if it was a normal chase as you still do an elimination of who is the last team to make it to the pit stop so kind of like amazing race don't be the last team to arrive know your directions know your coordinates so when we get to the big finish line, day 30, if the runner completes this task, the value doubles. Get it? So you win 40000 plus the bounty. If the chase team catches you, they get the bounty doubled. So that becomes 150000 which then becomes a final race against sprint to the finish line, uh, if they win, so hey, if you run mixed to the finish line, they get in the bounty, whatever bounty it is. If they get caught, it still becomes a well, you 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 made it to the finish line first, so congratulations, this is yours. And the last team to arrive is the only team that doesn't make money, and you go off an F one system of like, I don't know, the money, and then like a consolation. 15, 10, 5, and then 0. And you work from there. I would... Because I, I think... the Even though I love the interactivity of the show, I think what would make this work even better is if you don't tell people where they are. And you make it so it's just them for 30 days in secret why because the game and the production really made it difficult for the runner to do everything in stealth when everything it should be just a team of two versus a solo player solo player has to do an action all the other team has to do is go to location and find the runner and catch them so you can expect more catches at gas stations at restaurants in hotel rooms you don't know but that's what makes the show tick and that would be what would make the show probably better even though hunted is a much superior chase based game show i would get rid of the audience involvement altogether even though that was a part that made me money it didn't sell the show why because people didn't know it was going on people weren't figuring out the clues and it, it felt like a uh uh more addition to the price budget you're giving half a million dollars to this team but half a million dollars to us that that shouldn't add up so it's much easier to make it like an extra seven hundred twenty thousand dollars because an hour every day for 24 hours uh, plus you can throw in like the 25,000 bounty at the start of a race with a new runner. So if someone else gets caught, 25,000s at start, go find them. And you just go on with the race as normal. So you can get through all 30 days. so there's more chances for the teams to win money. The runner makes money along the way that it becomes an interesting game. So that way, hear me out, if they survive just 15 days, you know, 5,000, next one's 10,000, next one's 15, go on and so forth, surviving 15 days, they get $600,000. So the money adds up with each passing point in the game. So the money is ramping up for the runner to continue, but at the same time, the value on the bounty is rising up as well making it more high stakes than it is and when you're doing the point a to point b the challenges are more spy based you know go into the laser maze go down the repel thing that's what you should be for the runner it should feel more like a spy game than it should feel like uh amazing race knockoff so one team one person the runner is a spy here's a briefcase take the briefcase to this thing the chase teams are the cops hey just to let you know this is where they are right now that that should be the information so then hey, everyone's running to location you'll see multiple teams on foot trying to grab the person that's all you need to do Because that way you limit the amount of $0 winners on the show. And finally, you don't fucking put it on a phone service. Maybe because this is a travel-based game show with spy mechanics, work a deal with Netflix, work a deal with Hulu, work a deal with Amazon Prime. Because if you're Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, you probably have some some that you can probably get a deal with these like streaming media services that you don't need to put it on a fucking verizon wireless service uh maybe keep kaj larson uh and make it so kaj is not a field reporter he's more of like the pit stop guy like he is the phil kogan You are the last team to make it here. Unfortunately, your chase is over. You're the new team. Hi, you're going to be taking the keys over. Here, the chase is on. That's how you continue the show. Because that way, the runner is a central part, and you can play off the mechanic of here's the person on the lamb. At the same time, you play like a goggle box format where here's the couples chatting with each other on the ride over, making silly observations. And then as one gets eliminated, a new team arrives. So there's always something new in every episode in addition to a new city. So that way you can have 30 episodes of the show. With that 30 episodes, you can break it into being 10 15 20 minutes long perfect enough for consumption on a streaming service so the only internet thing you get because i don't want to do act clues is the audience because everything is still going to be smartphones and technology and can still chat and help everyone out i think that's a good mechanic but i don't think it should be live in real time it should be Hi, this, the following episodes was filmed between July 1st, 2021 and July 30th, 2021. And then you get like Runner HQ says, the runner is a fast approaching Santa Fe, New Mexico. At least that's how I would do it. In conclusion, I I mean... I got money from the show. Other people didn't. That fucking sucks. But I'm still keeping my money. I think I blew it all down. drugs. I didn't. Um, but it was. It's still an innovative game show. There's still a lot of things that could work with that show. But there was things going against it. Lots of things. And while I appreciate what it did. Uh it coming to an end is still kind of a bummer because I think that show could still have stayed on the air if they tweaked it just certain areas. But that's going to do it for this special uh, Game Shows I Suppose Solo session exclusively to Patreon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great night, big smooch. Mwah!